0: Hi, welcome to Unapologetic Melody. My name is Damara and I'm Gina. This is a podcast about music with a little splash of pop culture. Today we are going to do, or we're going to discuss the Lost Art of Album Rollouts. And we're also
1: going to be discussing, do the charts even matter? So onto our first topic, Damara. The lost, lost Art of Album,
0: <laughs> the lost of album rollout. Okay, no, I feel like you, you've you got a lot of ammo on this one.
1: I do. So let's start with this. I personally feel that one of the worst things that's happened to the music industry is when Beyonce just dropped her album, Beyonce, in 2013. And the reason why I say this is because ever since she just dropped her album overnight with zero zero promotion it has now created in the span of 10 years this change in the industry where everybody now thinks that they can just drop their albums out with zero promotion when most of you lot are not Beyonce you lot most of you lot haven't put in the decades of work and foundation that she has put since 1998 to solidify herself to the point where she can just drop albums I am now seeing artists about two to three years In their careers, have not solidified themselves, just dropping albums out with zero promotion, no rollout, no nothing, and then just leaving it at that. And so it's clear that when Beyonce did it, it changed the industry. And at this point, I'm gonna go very controversial. It clearly hasn't been
0: for the better, because everyone's doing it now. Um, so I understand, like, you know, obviously Beyonce dropped Beyonce, iconic album. I feel like we're in an era now where it's like, you know, manifestation, be the person you want to be, delulu, delusional. I feel like- I said delulu. <laughs> I feel like if, um, you know, the artists like Beyonce have done it, you know, other artists on the rise will feel like, oh, she's done it. So, I mean, I can do it, but I feel like artists that do drop without any promo. They kind of not, I don't know if they choose to forget or they just feel like things will be different for them. But how do you forget
1: to do an album rollout? No, not even
0: that. Not even forget like it's an album rollout. I feel like people just overlook like the grind and everything that Beyonce had in place. Like she worked to a position. I feel like people don't actually want to process the fact or acknowledge the fact that Beyonce worked to a point that she can drop. Without doing any promo, I feel like artists just think, oh, like she did it so I can do it, but she's only able to do that because of all the prior work that she has done. There's only a few artists in this day and age that can drop with no promo. But when I say a few, like it's five, like the five, five fingers on my hands, there's only a few, like five, I'm gonna say five, I'm gonna stick to a five that can actually drop without any promo. And they're still going to get the numbers. Like, no promo is not going to affect anything. There's literally, like, only five artists, I believe. And when we say say five there,
1: we're talking about superstars. Who put themselves in a position after years of non-stop work where they can just drop. Rihanna. So, uh, yeah. Right now,
0: I think Rihanna, Ariana Grande. Facts. Justin Bieber. Drake can drop without any promotion. He does. He's and been he does. doing that, and he
1: does, and he streams because he does. Yeah, he's been doing that. He's done that
0: a few times. He's done now. it multiple
1: times, and it works. He's another more. like oh, a superstar. I feel like the weekend could. The weekend could definitely because I think he's on his next album. He can just drop this album yeah. without no promotion. It's gonna break records. But what's the difference with these artists? These artists been putting in work non-stop for years and years and years, and, years, and now they're at a point. Let's bring some examples. Like one of the. One of, example of last year Who I felt like Had a missed opportunity With the album roller is the City Girls <laughs> Damara knows What I'm talking about Because like Everyone knows Like so the City Girls Just dropped their um Album that came out Last year Raw Raw Real ass And I'm not gonna say What the end is you, Nor- What is
0: Isn't it women it, Nah it, it, it rhymes with noise. No comment. Real ass. um,
1: No comment. For the sake of YouTube demonetization, I'm going to say real ass Nors. I thought it was women, but no comment. No, no, that's what it should have been. But that's just not what they chose. And so they dropped that album. So it started out with their first song, um, I Need a Thug. And then followed by their next song, like Piñata. And then those songs didn't do well, didn't create any buzz. And then they had the other song, Acts Bad with Diddy. But I think that was more for Diddy's one. But that song also didn't really do well and then they then released another song which with like like these songs barely had any promotion by the way apart from their own social media and then they had um what's it called face down and then afterwards like that album just dropped and then afterwards they had songs with Kim Petras and stuff which that Kim Petras stuff should have been pushed as a summer single because it's got pop it's got rap that should have been hardcore promotion doing that on rotation but then they didn't even promote after that album... I mean, I think after they got the backlash because of, um, of low album sales, that there was a lot of controversy, then they started to do promo, promo, promo. The promo but after. The, but the point was too late. Like, you waited until the end when you should have been doing it for about two months, three months, in relation dropping and also not selecting the right singles. And then, and then again, the Seagulls admitted that they didn't do the work. to They yeah. said on The Breakfast Card, we didn't
0: do the work. Why? You know, and it might link to the whole thing I was saying, you know, the Delulu delusional. I think that with some artists, they think that they've got this fan base that is like, you know, riders, ride or die, you know. But one thing as like consumers is we really respect like when artists put lots of love, time and effort into the work. So when we see that, oh, like, you don't even take your art seriously. So it's kind of like, what are we standing for then? <laughs> like, cause we need to, we want to like push music that you haven't even like put your heart and soul into. It doesn't really make sense. I just feel like when you create art, and I am a bit biased cause I'm an artist myself. And um, when you create art, it just makes sense to present it in a way and push it in a way that you want people to receive it well and you want there to be longevity with it. For, like, if you just treat it like something you've made in 30 seconds and you dash it to me, like, I'll listen to 30 seconds of your song then and then that's it, like, okay, next, like... And also, it's like...
1: We're living in, let's just say for example, like a lobby said is an issue. I believe we're living in the fast food microbial industry. We're having 100,000 songs being dropped a day. I think it's over
0: 130,000 songs are dropped a
1: day. That's even worse. 130,000 songs being dropped a day. More music is being pushed out than ever, which is why album rollouts are more important. People's attention spans are getting shorter with TikTok. We are so used to short-form content. We want things now, 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 now. It is hard to keep stuff in the public's mind. This is why it's necessary more than now to have have album rollouts to keep stuff in memory, which is why I don't understand that labels, I don't know why they don't want to invest their money into giving these artists proper rollouts that way you could keep it in their minds that way you keep pushing it in their faces you know another artist who um who i feel like who didn't do a lot of promotion for their album was um pink panthress i feel like most people don't even know that she released an album heaven knows literally at towards the end of last year i feel like people weren't talking about it
0: yeah i came across the central c collab i think by accident I didn't even know that they had made a song together. And because, especially because Central Sea is very, very, very popular, I would have thought they would have milked that to the end. And obviously, Pink Panthers had a great year last year. So I would have just thought that, okay, they're going to milk this like, to like, the very maximum. Where's
1: the BBC performances? Like, even yeah. in the UK, where's the BBC performances? Where's them, like, performing their songs all over the UK, you know? like
0: The promo like, runs. Like
1: like, like, like where's the promo run for this song? I felt like the song dropped and then that was it. Like, you have to keep pushing it. And even with her album Heaven Knows, I feel like the Boys Alive came up beginning of the year. And then she kind of disappeared for a few months. She did the Barbie soundtrack, but that's not part of the um her rollout. The album. And then at the end of the year, like November, her album dropped. Then her song with Central C dropped at the end of the year. Like there was just a gap where like there was nothing. And then uh, then she did do some interviews with Apple Music and stuff, but you know, like there could have been so much more done. Like there was no real push or promo for the album. Now I don't know if it's because Pink Panther is kind of like more of a niche artist, and she kind of likes her niche. So maybe it's because, like, I, I don't know if yeah. it's more of like a personal choice thing. I, we wouldn't know. We wouldn't, we wouldn't know, know. But I'm saying know. is that there could have been more done. Are there any other albums that you feel like did not have, like, that dropped this year, but it's just like, you're like, where was the promo? Or any good examples of albums that came out last year that I was like, that was great
0: promotion?
1: And Definitely
0: amazing? Victoria Monet, like, On My Mama did so well. In fact, let me, first of all, we'll talk about Jaguar first. Jaguar did really well. Mm -hmm. An amazing album, too. I really like that album. Now, she released a single on My Mama and Party Girls. And Party Girls. Ooh, that song's cold. But um, she made the videos, first of all, amazing. Amazing, well-shot videos. And on top of that, she knew, or maybe the team knew, On My Mama is the song. Like, this is the song that's going to get Victoria Monet into, like, the icon realm so what was i saying yeah oh my mom was a song that's gonna get um retriminate in the icon realm so they put everything into that song the choreography the videos the performances she she did the tour as well
1: album tour and she's still promoting it to this day like I'm still seeing her still doing interviews even after it came out she's still doing interviews she's still promoting because Another thing we need to—I have an issue—is that some artists have this habit of once the album drops, they feel like I just don't need to promote it anymore. Not that okay, after the album's dropped, I still have to do my job and keep pushing these songs. Like the work, in my opinion, doesn't stop when the album comes out. The work is still needs to be done after the album comes out. You still got to push, 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 push. But some artists just like album drops, like I don't have to do anything.
0: Yeah, I just. I feel like, you know, the times where we were, like, as the consumers. See, I don't know if the problem is, is it the consumer that's the problem? Have we lost interest? Or is it the artists aren't engaging with us as much? Because I'll say, like, 10 years ago, or a bit longer than that, when there were when um, artists would be doing rollouts, I felt like I was immersed in the whole thing as well.
1: That's so true, actually. I
0: literally, like, I followed... You know, they'll they'll do, like... Uh, behind the scenes of the music video, they'll do the recording of the songs in the studio. They'll do like the photo shoots for the promo. Like they'll include us like, in everything.
1: I think they still do that, but I feel like it just not doesn't everyone's feel the same. doing it. No, not, everyone's not everyone's doing,
0: doing it. Or oh, I feel like it's it's not packaged in a way that is authentic and genuine. Is and it feels like you want your fan to follow you through the journey of the album. I feel like that's why albums used to do better. In the past, because it wasn't just an album, it was literally a part of the artist. Like, that's just how I feel, though. And that's why, you know, in the album era, like, you know, Lady Gaga, the fame, the fame, fame monster. Oh my god, fame monster
1: was such a good era. Yeah. <gasps> Katy Perry, K- let's talk about this. K E Perry, Teenage Dream wasn't just like just an album, or and she, I remember she had like the part of me concert tour, like, K.E. Perry's teenage dream was an era, an era that lasted two years and I think this is what we're missing when we say the lost of album rollouts, we're not talking about an album, we're talking about an artist releasing a body of work and taking you into an era and that era would last about one to two years. Katy Perry, literally Teenage Dream is an example of, or part of me is, an, is a good example of an album that lasted for about two years. And it was just an album. It was a whole world that she took you into. There were concerts. She had the Katy Perry concert movies. She promoted it. And again, there were so many tracks. Firework, California Girls, Teenage Dream. Part T-G-I-F. How did I forget that? Thank God it's Friday. And I actually remember- Oh no, it's
0: last Friday night. Last Friday
1: night. <laughs> But that song's banging. That song is banging. And I even remember when that came out, when I was only like 10, even because I, I used to play Sims 3 a lot, they released a the Katy Perry limited edition stuff. So I can feel her everywhere. Even if you weren't making attention to Katy Perry, she was pushed over every globe, like, like point of the globe where she was just forced in your face. I miss having that feeling of, oh wow, like this is being forced in my face and it would last for two years. I miss that with artists. I miss that era. Yeah, so maybe...
0: So is it an effort thing then?
1: Do the labels Have, want yeah. to like do, do? the labels even care to invest that much money in paying off? It's all about money in return.
0: Era? That's the thing though. Since see now, Katy Perry was a huge artist though. So you know, Devil's Advocate, the the Mount Rushmore people. I say the Mount Rushmore, Rushmore people. Katy Perry's Mount Rushmore. So. Whenever she does something, it has to be big. It's not going to be small. But I feel like even the artists that, you know, are working their way up to the Mount Rushmore, I just feel like... There, there still could be more done. Yes, to get there, to get in, you know, the icon realm, if you just just put a little bit more love, care into the album rollout, like, you, it will be received well. I just feel like, especially with rappers as well, and I know, you know, the microwave, popcorn era of music that we're in you know artists are expected to churn out music frequently but i feel like us as consumers we need to just like chill out like can we just enjoy albums for longer so that people don't feel or artists don't feel the pressure to just frequently keep releasing because it's like if we frequently keep releasing in that interim with like different projects Really and truly, how much promo can even be done until you've dropped the new thing?
1: I feel like we're living in an era of instant gratification where we we have access to our phones. Everybody has access to information that they want right Mm -hmm. away. And I feel like it's like, we want things now, 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 because we live in that instant gratification era and that is affecting our consumption of music.
0: Yeah, I agree. I just feel like everything's just so fast. Like album rollouts... Why can't you promote your album for the year? Like, why an, can't we? An, al- an album should be promoted for you? year. Like, th- that's yeah. the thing. is like,
1: I think that the standard is if you're releasing an album, I think artists, because that's a whole, it's a whole body of work. What, it's at least 16 songs? It took you, you a year to it make. It took you a year. So you, should, you don't want to promote it for a year? Like, it, it, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, an example of, I think of an artist in the 2020s whose recent, done a good job of um, doing a full album rollout is Dua Lipa Future Nostalgia yeah, I like Future that Nostalgia wasn't an album it wasn't just an album Future Nostalgia was an era in Dua Lipa's career I felt that from Covid to about 2022 I felt that Future Nostalgia era and that is an example of this is an album rollout but this is no this is not an album this is my Future Nostalgia era and Dua Lipa it's did it, it. Yeah. right
0: I agree I feel like you know all the Matt Rushmore artists um, they are probably the only ones that still do the promo, I don't know what it is, maybe it is the era we're in, maybe, you know, short attention spans we take, maybe artists feel like, what is the point now of me promoing an album for the whole year, when, like, say, after, the first few months of the album being out, like, no one's really talking about it anymore. But that's why now it's important agree. to go back to releasing singles. You know when people put the, out singles? The single, single, singles game is so dangerous. No, but from an album, not random singles. Oh, oh, oh. Like, people would put out singles from an album. Like, if we take it back to Drake's, nothing was the same. Before that album came out, he put out, started from the bottom, or, yeah, I think he put out, started from the bottom, That song did really well. Then he put on Just Hold On, We're Going Home. And then it was the album. By the time the album came out, we were already warm. We were already ready for the album. Like We were ready for it. And the album did really well. So I feel like maybe that's a better way to go about it. Instead of just like taking a few pictures here and there to show that your album's done. You drop the album take a few more pictures here and there, and then that's it, like...
1: I think now it's, like, they'll release the one single, and then depending how well it charts... I mean, we'll move on to our next topic, but depending on how well it charts, then they'll be like, okay, you can drop your album now, but if it doesn't chart well, it's, like, the labels will push back the song until it's, like, okay, until you get, like, a hit on, like, the charts and stuff, then we're going to push back your album, and I feel like that's affecting kind of, like, album rollouts as well, but... I don't actually, like, is there a solution to the Lost of Album runouts? I think it's
0: a... I think it's just going back to, going back, taking it back. Obviously, it's cool. Songs do leak and that. So that's the anomaly. But taking it back, dropping singles, then only allowing those singles for us to access. Then, in that gap where your album's not out, Every day I should be seeing something relating to your album. I don't know what we're in a different time now, so obviously, Twitter, all those things back then, not going to be used as much. But what is popular is Instagram. Discord reels, you know what I'm saying is like for any singing an album, you interviews, have tic- you have
1: TikTok, delete your whole, scrub your whole TikTok, and then
0: for your album era, make
1: your whole TikTok in relation to the theme <laughs> of your album. Like scrub your TikTok, scrub your Instagram, change it to fit the theme. That's things that you can do. That's doesn't innovative. have to even be
0: corny. If Brilliant. your bag isn't dances, if you're if you're doing your if your glam squad or doing your makeup, I could just ask your glam squad, oh, can you just sing along to like the chorus of my song? then you're getting your makeup done and they're singing your song in the background. Like, that's promo. Like, you don't actually have to do dances no more. You don't have to get kids to scream,
1: stream me, <laughs> stream my music, you stream you don't my need music. need to do that. Or the kids do TikTok saying stream my right. music. It's not that anymore.
0: If you like to cook, just cook and your song's in the background.
1: Yeah, it's just so much more. Acapellas. Confusing. Acapellas. I just, I just felt like we're missing i'm trying to say ingenuity and creativity Mm -hmm. i think also you're right it's a consumer issue on our end and i think also we need to stop being like labels can we put a bit more love i know a lot of you lot you're making billions but we don't want to invest and be like okay if we really want this stuff too and also it helps legacy acts if you want us to become legacies if you invest in rollouts that is on the road to creating legacy artists which you lot want because that gives you more money (laughs) <laughs> like and She's and money. and the goal is for you to get money 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 so let's yeah. let's think about that but yeah any other final
0: thoughts yeah it's just like what i was saying before i feel like the artists and labels need to just kind of not punish us but starve us of the music starve us starve us like i want to see you for like two years and that way. i'm like yeah Dang. maybe not two years i
1: mean arena grande's basically not gone for two years
0: yeah she has starved us, she has. And that, and, and that was but, good, like a detox, you know? Like we, yeah, but not even Ariana, like, because she, before that gap, she was everywhere. You see everywhere what I mean? Nonstop. Just like, just make it hard for us to just have access to your songs all the time around the time of like the time you're dropping your music. Like,
1: I think probably uh, I found that something else, like, when Frank Ocean next drops, it's oh, gonna go crazy because oh Frank God. Ocean's been gone for oh, so long. So I know when Frank Ocean nest drops because we've been, they have even starved. We're dehydrated. Like we're on the drip drip feed mm-hmm. at this point. So when Frank Ocean nest drops because we've been starved, it's gonna hit in every it's single It's Gonna way. hit. That's what we need. Yeah. That. Keep us on drip drip,
0: and then that way, or we'll like so that way, we're ready. Back in the day, with like exclusive content for your fans, like the real people that rock with you. Like, I feel like all, all of that essence is gone. Like, everything's just for everyone. And and half of the time, people don't... Everyone's not your fan. Everyone is not your fan. It's true. So it's like, you just put... Music's just released for everyone. But it's like, that doesn't actually mean that, you know, you, the legacy's being built. Everyone's actually engaging with your stuff. I feel like, you know, people used to put exclusive content... Um, subscribe if you want to see all of that. I feel like all of that in the promo has just been lost and it's just very much I made my album. I tell you my album's coming out if I tell you. Cause some people just drop like Sweetie. Um oh, sweetie's a whole different conversation <laughs> about how she why she dropped
1: why sweetie just dropped with no promotion with an EP with no stuff to Sweetie had not solidified herself to the point where she can just drop an album and then when it underperformed it was like
0: you can't not
1: do that. I,
0: I the album would have done well it an if album. she did. It the EP, EP would have done well if she actually just did promo. She's so lame or oh, beautiful. She's so beautiful. So, literally, a bikini pic with an unreleased song, everyone would be like, What's this song? What's, What's this, this song? song? And the, the EP actually had little moments, you know, um, Boss B. Boss <laughs> don't demonetize the YouTube. Boss B. Like I remember, I can't remember the other ones, but I remember. Was it like Bush high maintenance?
1: Was it high like maintenance? And then she had that song no, called like. No, that's
0: that's high maintenance is a, her first EP. No,
1: I'm sorry again, I missed up. Was it? Actually? She had this song like Pussy. Yeah,
0: and- <laughs> but that could have been a moment
1: because
0: of how if she
1: advertised it correctly. Yeah, because of how out there it is, it could have been a moment. But then you didn't do any promotion, and so it was like well, again. To
0: listen, you subscribe. Like you
1: guys aren't in that place where you can just drop. You yeah. can't do it. But before we go, it's like I just wish someone has had self-awareness. I don't know if it's because everyone's
0: doing it. They yeah, don't I think, think it's, it's because the like, whole, oh. it's the whole manifestation era we're in. Like, uh. <laughs> and it's not even to downplay manifestation. Cause I I'm big on manifestation. You're on manifestation. Um. But as well, there there just needs to be some like realness or reality to the manifestations it's like if i i can manifest being a million millionaire but if i'm not doing anything to become a millionaire i'm not going to be a millionaire so it's kind of the same thing if you want millions of streams you want all these fans you have there's certain things that you need that need to be in place before you that can even manifest like it just doesn't come out of the blue and i feel like artists aren't doing the steps anymore because they've seen their counterparts do it but they're ignoring the fact or not acknowledging the fact that their counterparts have had over a decade in the game no no lie so
1: yeah so that's just how we feel about that so on to our next topic is do the charts even matter My answer is
0: yes and no, Damara. I'm a yes and no. I'm a yes and no because it literally depends on the type of artist that you want to be. Ooh, explain. So if I want to be everywhere, if I want to be a global sensation, international sensation, I want to be heard in every corner of the world, then charting, is very important to me because that's the only way that I'm going to get heard. Mm. Everywhere. Because the charts and the radio goes hand in hand. Now, if I just want to be a successful, let me take out just, if I want to be a successful artist in my own right, and I'm known, I've got no trouble with my bills, I sleep well at night, I have my shows, I've got my fans, then charting is not the be all and end all You just need to grow your fan base and just need to make good music and be on your socials and have your promo in place. What are your thoughts? Do I feel like the charts matter?
1: Yes and no, because realistically, the charts are the only objective metric of data that we can use to determine how successful an artist is. That's why charts were created in the first place. However, we are living in 2023 and let's keep it a buck we all know that the charts are low-key manipulated by the fans streaming has created a lot of stands and a lot of stands mass stream artists to get their artists to number one therefore a lot of the charts are manipulated through mass streaming strategically planned by fans also in written by the rules of billboard one of the things that um contribute to a song being successful is how much radio play there is who pays for the radio play
0: it rhymes with babel <laughs> who, who who's paying for the radio play no i agree like i feel like you know 20 years ago 15 years um, let me even just say like 2000s and pre-2000s the radio or no the charts was yeah it was the indicator of you know who makes good music you know streaming wasn't really a thing was iTunes a thing? Two thousand in early two thousand. I don't even think so. It I like,
1: have been. like iPods. I think came out in like two thousand five, two thousand six. But in early two thousand, couldn't have been. Like I, I, I didn't the iPod. Oh wait, no. Well, was that the first iPhone or what? iPods popped around two thousand nine and stuff. Oh two thousand
0: and one. So yeah, pre two thousands. But I was gonna say like the charts was the only, yeah, the charts was the only thing that, or the indicator. Or, way of measurement of who makes good music.
1: And gone are the Good days, music, though, yeah, because
0: it's all popularity.
1: And gone are the days where you would listen to a song on the radio, you will call up that radio and say, I like this song, can you play it again? Mm-hmm. And that means that the public is like, no, we like this song now. And we don't have that day and age where people call up a song and be like, oh, I like this song. And even then, fans will just go on Twitter and strategically plan, okay, we're all just going to call this radio station and have this song played to get it to number one. Like, no, like, because we didn't have social media back then. People weren't communicating like that really to, like, to, like, strategically plan these things. It was genuine love. And it's not to say that the stuff was never happening. I'm sure that the stuff was kind of still probably happening, but it's not to the degree that we see it now. So yeah. are the charts the best metric of data
0: really to determine who's successful? Definitely not. There's so many artists that sell out internationally. packs, But they won't be on the charts. Why? Because they don't make popular music. They make their niche music or they make really explicit music or just songs that cannot be played on the radio. That's not to say they don't have a huge fan base and, you know, a huge following that's tapped into them. Mm. Um, literally depends on the type of artist you want to be because I think artists as well that have a huge fan base they sell out internationally I think they're very very successful obviously if you compare it to someone that's always number one in the charts yeah that technically they would be more successful but in the sense they're always in the charts like and what's come with that is the huge following not just you've had a hit over five years, and then you're gone. Like, you frequently are in the top ten. Like, mm. by default, your song's gonna be played more. I have a it's gonna have more streams, more money, mm. more people be aware of you. You're gonna get booked for more things. You know, but that's what. Well, that's my opinion, anyway.
1: I have a very unpopular opinion.
0: What's your opinion?
1: I think that number ones, especially in 2024, don't mean the same thing as they used to mean. Anyway. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I agree. number ones mean as much anymore as they used to.
0: I think it does for the pop world. It Like I said, the type I think of it's for bragging rights be, at this point. That it thing. is. It literally, if you're trying to be Mount Rushmore, everyone in Mount Rushmore has had the number ones. Like <laughs> you, you're not going to be considered the icon or the greatest without that
1: accolade. Like for example, like someone like, Drizzy Drake himself Like he loves That number ones Cause that way Cause he wants The actors saying I have the most Number ones of any Male artist in history So it's now like It's bragging rights But I'm like
0: It's about the legacy And, and, and
1: people Cause thing is People There was this debate Between Drake and Michael Jackson right? Mm-hmm. Saying that okay I think Did, did Drake be out Michael Jackson For the most number ones But everyone was like And I was doing the comments does it mean the same thing? Because when Michael Jackson got that hit, this was back in the 80s where it was genuinely harder to achieve number one yeah. songs. But in this day and age of streaming and like radio playing, all this stuff too. And does things, it, that can I think things that can influence you. And things that can influence you. Does a Drake number one mean the same thing to when Michael Jackson got
0: a number one? That's the question. Simply because the times are different. Absolutely not. Like, back in those days, you had to go out of your, like, to go Take to away streams, stores. you had to buy the song. You, record you actually stores. had to buy the song. So I would definitely say that people that got number ones in the 80s definitely means more than in this day and age because I can even listen to songs on TikTok now. Literally. like It's very, very easy to access songs. In the 80s, you had to buy the song for it to you know, millions of people had to buy the song for it to chart or go triple platinum. People don't buy music anymore. That's what I'm saying. So the rules have even changed as to what makes a song go platinum. And
1: Billboard and the never-ending change of rules. at the point is, the amount of times that Billboard changes their rules are ridiculous. Like, (laughs) at this point, I can't even keep up with how many times billboard changes their rules like oh bundles count to this amount of sales if you get a bundle back a bundle pack this means a certain amount of streams and stuff like it's crazy like that the amount of times that we're changing the rules because of how much the industry is changing now and how that affects the charts if there were constant changes of rules to the charts what does it mean at this point well even artists themselves can't even keep up and artists have to constantly change their music and the way that they The way that they repackage music in order to, um, in order to get chart, in order to sell music. For example, Travis Scott Utopia sold like five hundred K, but then a lot of it was because those streams, because that was five hundred K units, was because a lot of it was coming from the bundle packets, and the bundle packets are actually weighted a lot more in streams because of the way that Billboard has, um, what's it called, changed their rules. So it's like it's a game, it's a strategic game, and can you play the game of the charts?
0: No, I, I feel you entirely. I think, honestly, it's just for like, the charts is important in my opinion to people that just want to be considered one of the greatest because it's what all the greats have in common is the number ones, Yeah, in my opinion. But that's not to say people that don't have the number ones are great. Yeah, that's... Because yeah. It's, just, it's just about playing the game and making the popular songs. That's not to discredit people that literally make songs that... They love themselves and they have their fan base and their love. It's just it's just to do with having some sort of measurement to say who is number one. Because someone always has to win. If there's a race someone and has. people cross the line, they all fun. don't high five at the end. they a good race. Yeah, we did well. No, there has to be a first, second and third. There always has to be a winner. So it's just kind of like, what is the best way to kind of not pit people against each other but what is the best measurement in who is the best artist or who's the most success not let's say not let's not say best because that's objective but who's the most successful you attribute success to having the number ones
1: and even then let's even talk about how when we're talking about the charts now and like music is very de- decentralized mm-hmm. now about 20 years ago 25 years ago if if there was a top 10 song everybody knew the hits because everybody was listening to the same music now because everybody because there are so many different genres and obviously there were other genres like rock hip-hop and all of that stuff that like there are genres but there was a top 10 that everybody knew we are now living in a day and age where there are so there are top 10 s- songs yeah. that most people don't even know what they are i can tell you there are so many people who have no idea who morgan wallen is no idea who this is, haven't heard of this song. And this and this guy last year had one of the longest charting songs of the whole year in the country genre. And I can tell you that most people have never heard of him. And so now living in day and age is where you can have top tub songs that most people have no idea who they are because it, cause it comes in pockets and niches. And so, and again, this is not to discredit the artists, by the way. These artists are very, very talented in, in their own right. But all I'm saying is, is that because it's so decentralized, it's like... We're just living a day in You it's can have a top 10 song... And most changed. people... Actually will not even know what it is. Yeah. Times have changed. I think the last time was COVID. Where actually... Maybe COVID was when... Because we were stuck inside everybody actually knew the top 10 songs because we had nowhere else to go, if you think about it. Yeah. Do you think that COVID was like the last time that everybody was stuck in the place and therefore if it was the top 10 songs because we had nowhere to go? Like when WAP came out, everybody knew WAP because a lot of it was a controversy. You we were stuck in our house and we had nowhere to go. Like everybody knew those songs. And now because we're all out now and everyone's doing their own things, we don't actually know like all of these different songs that are coming out because everyone's doing their own stuff. We're not stuck in
0: the same area. And also with that said, like, there's so many different charts now. Like, TikTok have charts. You said I'm not taking billboard. that seriously.
1: I mean, that that TikTok billboard tent, I was like, I don't know what's going on with that one. People, artists <laughs> are
0: definitely eating from that, though. So the, you, you can't the, 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 it can't even... It could be argued, like, if more t- people pay attention to TikTok than the billboards or the UK Top 40, Low key, like, if I'm an artist... That I'm gonna <laughs> make sure My music is popping On the charts That people are following But thing is You know that
1: TikTok billboard um, 10 like I do read it sometimes Sometimes even the songs On like the TikTok Billboard 10 Will be like number one On TikTok But that stuff Doesn't even touch The charts at all But then sometimes You'll have songs like Water that blew up On TikTok And then it gets In the top 10 So sometimes that The correlation between The TikTok billboard 10 doesn't even Translate to the US hot 100 No I know But which all is I'm- weird.
0: I know there might not be a correlation, but really and truly, more people are in tune with TikTok than the billboards. That's true. So it's like, if more people are paying attention to the charts on TikTok and the songs on TikTok, it doesn't really... If I'm an artist, I would be more concerned with my music doing better on TikTok than on the radio and all these things. Because... If you look at the numbers, more people listen to TikTok or on TikTok more than they would use the radio. It's just so all those things. It's just visibility being big because of the clout that Billboard has. It's great to be doing well on those charts because from Billboard you go onto the magazines, you get booked into the international shows, you get booked on SNL, all those things. So that is the perk of doing well on the Billboard. But that's not to say that if you are doing great on TikTok. Like maybe more people hear your song on TikTok from those charts, but you might get more musical opportunities via the Billboard. So it's literally like depends on which one you value or like think is more important for your career or helpful. I
1: and I think this all summarises to what you said back in the beginning. This depends on what you're got as an artist. If you're aiming to be a global superstar, then
0: mm-hmm. I'll, you said, yeah. If I'm aiming to be a global superstar, I'm going big on every chart. Every single chart, everywhere. But if you're not big on every chart, it's not the be all and end all. There are millions, or let me not say millions, but there are so many many many. artists that are doing amazing and they don't chart. But those artists as well, they could sell out internationally. Compared to those, that person that charted one time or two times, that doesn't mean to say the person that charted has this huge following and fan base that's ride or die. And that's the thing
1: about the music industry today. So it's not all, it's not a one size be all, it's not a one size fits all. It's Mm -hmm. different for every artist. And is there anything else? No? I think I've said everything. So, shall we wrap this up? So. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Unapologetic Melody. If you like us, please don't forget to like, comment and subscribe and ring
0: that bell. And I've been your host, Gina. I've been your host, Damara. Insta TikTok, Damara Doll. Follow me, I follow back.
1: And follow my socials, Gina Adams, and we'll link our socials. And thanks for watching us. And toodles. Bye.